live from inside Mark Bloom's U-Haul, it's the Vocal Minority Podcast. Another MLS season has drawn to a close. Galaxy's Cup has runneth over. Landon took his last sip from his career's erotic fountain, and tiny window openings have made for drafty expansions. It's a bumper MLS episode this week, and here to guide you through as always is your dutiful VMP panel. Albanian Burlap Cup winner, Kristen Knowles. Hello. Who's suffering a terrible MLS Cup hangover. Alec Bunbury Invitational Sabutio Tournament winner, Mark Hinckley. I've got rickets. Rohan rickets. Nice. Yes. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. The 1989 FA Carp holder, Duncan Fletcher. It's a little stinky, but that's all I've got. And me, participant medal holder at the Copa del Scarborough, Tony Walsh. Ooh. Thank you. Exotic. Yes. This, just to remind you, is the last time I throw to the show in Landon Donovan's career. As you all know by now, a show came on after curling that was sort of interesting. It was something called an MLS Cup Final. TSN wasn't in a hurry, but luckily for you, our man on MLS was on top of things. With his look back at all things MLS, here is Duncan Fletcher with this week's MLS wins and losses. Thank you, Kristen. Uh, Yes, it's all over. One last match, and now we can forget all about that 2014 season. Uh, as, Yay. Men- as mentioned, the curling finally finished, and it was on to the London hype, the anthem sung by someone one of us had at least heard of, and uh, a flyover, and down to what was sure to be a great entertaining game between two of the league's high-scoring teams. Oh, not so much. Uh, Defence generally ruled, wariness superseded adventure, and so we got a generally tense affair with only a few good chances. Robbie Rogers had a shot cleared off the line, but despite LA repeatedly menacing... Andrew Farrell on the right side of the Rebs' defence, that was about as good as it got uh, in the first half, aside from the odd moment of feistiness. Uh, Landon Donovan getting his last ever yellow card. Uh, got going in the second, though. The Rebs denied a penalty when Lee Wynn was knocked down in the box by Janino. Then LA scored first. Uh, Gayasi Jardes getting his first goal in forever before the T terrorists fought back. <clears throat> Christiane equalising. Uh, Teal Bunbury hit the bar, but it was off to extra time, and there Christian didn't look so good. Uh, messing up an otherwise well-worked offside trap, allowing Robbie Keane to get through on goal and finally take one of the many chances he got. Cue cartwheels and forward rolls, Alan Gordon joining Keane in that, and that was about it, really. There was at least time for LA goalie uh, Jaime Pinedo to fake injury, AJ Soros to pick him up, Bendix style, only take it one step further and push Pinedo back down. Magical. Uh, magnificent stuff, yes. Uh, all that with a plane flying overhead with a U.S. Soccer Promotion Relegation Now banner. Quite possibly from friend of the show, Ted, what's his name? Westerfeld. Westerfeld. Yes. Yeah. I thought it was what's his name. Mm. <laughs> German? Uh, I think it's a German name. Yes, absolutely. I believe it's pronounced Voss's name. Oh. That's the sponsor's <laughs> name Voss's on the tinfoil. Oh, Voss's right, name right. tinfoil. <laughs> Robbie Keane got the MVP award, looking absolutely thrilled to uh, receive it on TV, and uh, apparently catching the eye of one Harold Redknapp, who is reportedly interested in bringing him back to Britain. Of course he is. <laughs> it's what he does. Yes. Uh, so, two on final, Galaxy the first of five, winningest of winners, the Revs the first of five, losingest of losers, 
Charlie Davis, who you'd think might have a better sense of proportion for this sort of thing, said, It's like someone took a baseball bat to my gut. Bruce in Arena, meanwhile, did his press conference while chugging from a bottle of champagne, talking about London doing the real shit in the game, for example. And uh, Donovan allowed his personality to really shine through, starting his presser by pretending to announce he was unretiring. Zing. Hilarious. So yes. clever. Comedy uh, He's been drinking from the comedy fountain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this weekend at the comedy Ironically. factory. <laughs> the comedy fountain. That's why he's retiring. <laughs> to start his comedy career, that must be it. Um, anyway, it's on to 2015, of course, now. Some trades and expansion draft protected lists have been released, and we'll get into that later. But Houston have uh, also made news filling the Dominic Kinnear Hall with Owen Coyle. Great news. Very interesting Crazy. appointment. It's great news because it means Tony Pulis is a, a Still possible available. target for TFC. Oh, nice. <laughs> I would uh, take that in a heartbeat. Me too. Can we mm. not get Ian Holloway? Come on. Mm, come, you know he <laughs> yes. leaves. You know he goes back to Millwall after eight months anywhere. I don't care. He's <laughs> a blogger and podcaster. Oh, like, oh jeez. Yes. It would no longer be a TFC podcast. It would be a Holloway podcast. His confusion would be amazing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's true. Uh, that's an entertaining thought. Anyway, um, that will be it for this week uh, and this season for MLS wins and losses. Back to you, Kristen. Thanks. Do you think that the ref got Landon Donovan to sign his name on the back of the yellow card instead of having the ref do it himself so it could go into the Hall of Fame? Mm. Wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, yeah. it sounds very convenient. The MLS Hall of Fame is, is a fabulous, fabulous room. Yeah, that... Also... Storage garage. I've given him a yes. wall. <laughs> also going to the MLS Hall of Fame after that game, the bits of confetti that were stuck to London Donovan's forehead during his TV interviews. <laughs> well, that might cover that strange face facial ailment that he seemed to be suffering at halftime. Yes. I'm yeah. telling you, he touched Rogue, and mm. then she drained her <laughs> life force, and that's why you saw... Yeah. Mm. Makes sense. So your venerable VMP crew were, of course, huddled in the Vocal Minority Towers bunker watching this match alongside VMP super sub James Grossi, who's alongside us, and some other lady. So, panel, to honor... Some group in the yes, Who was that scrub? I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I don't know. How did she even get in the house? Oh. No scrubs. Mm. To honor LA Galaxy's historic fifth MLS Cup victory, panel, could you describe this match in five championship words? Congratulations on another silver medal. Mm. Mm. That's to to our friends. New yeah, friends. that's right, Rabs. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Way to bring it down. Yeah, mm. crushing. I went with Robbie Keane's favorite boyhood trophy. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Uh, Garber's pants need dry cleaned. <laughs> is dry cleaned one word or two? I'm going to say two. Two? Yeah, say two. Then it fits. If you see a dry cleaners, it usually says two words. Excellent. Yes. Then that's five. Is a... Mine's very boring. Please. So was the match. Well, exactly. Mm. Boring first, MLS narrative achieved. Concise. Yeah, that's nice. so rare for me. Accurate. Oh, that's good. So we all know part of running a league in North America seems to necessitate the use of playoffs and you know end in the single final like MLS Cup is. So that being considered, is the current format the best MLS can do from a competition point of view? Right now, pretty much, yeah. I mean, unless you have promotion, relegation, and you know 
some kind of Champions League thing to qualify for that people actually give a shit about. You know, if it's just a straight up supporter shield wins everything, that's all that counts, then you know, there's gonna be a lot of teams with nothing to play for very quickly. So yeah. No, I am. I, kudos I'll, to Seattle. Maybe yeah. you know, I'd probably say that's the more impressive achievement, but uh yeah. I think we need the playoffs still right now. I'll I'll preface it yeah, like you by by saying that I, I dislike the playoffs, of course, and wish it was single table and all that and champions, you know, number first place is crown champion like everywhere else in the world and and the MLS Cup final was maybe the final of a concurrent cup, much like, you know, the FA Cup or something like that. But I kind of know that that's not going to happen, so deep breaths, not coming. But the only the only thing I, I, I thought that maybe could be achieved fairly easily, but likely because of the grand wizard that is television won't happen, is a two-leg final. That's my... Yeah. Uh, but they, that's, they do it for... They do it for each playoff series. Yeah, it, it's not it's as if it's foreign of, to North America. No, it's it's kind of well, two leg is, but seven seven games aren't. So it's not as if people are completely well, opposed to yeah to multiple matches. Yeah, I don't want to see an NBA, you know, Major League Baseball format, but I don't even necessarily want to see two legs. However, if they're looking to sort of follow their own format, and again, they do it with all the playoff series, then why not? I mean, it's fair to say probably that. In this version, you know, LA is a, they're a reasonable winner of the league this year, reasonable cup champion. They have a sure. strong team, good mm-hmm. year, etc. But it happens, and it can happen where a team just is caught on an off day. And over two legs, at least the cream would probably rise to the top yeah. most yeah. of the time. My response to that had a lot to do with uh, with the legs. Like, uh, I have two, I have two major issues with the current structure and the leg, the, the all rounds that are two legs. One. Cup final. I think a two-leg final would be must-see TV. Screw game one. You get if you have the right setup where the favored champions are just got thumped two nil, and now they got to take it back home. It's like, well, can they pull this off? I would be riveted. I've watched I watched playoff finals in other leagues just because this outcome seems implausible. You know, can can you pull it off? Can you make the great escape? Granted, the the way the playoffs were this year, there wasn't wasn't a lot of great escape type scenarios. There was there was I think one or two comebacks, but it wasn't massively dramatic. But for a cup final where they probably got their best ratings for any single game this year, mm-hmm. well, you look at the anticipation for the second leg of the Seattle LA well, that would, final. That would have yeah. been yeah, but that was Huge. that was two big teams going up against one another. That's fantastic. Yeah. The but, East didn't really have that. But it again, like it was, it was, but was, it was, it was that was an exciting thing because oh, I, I loved it. You Don't. never knew what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. So if you're, you know, MLS is still tr- struggling for its own identity, and it's not going to do the single table thing that most no, of us, no, of course not. I don't say most of us, a segment of us want. Um, it's trying to comfortably straddle both. Yes. You know, traditionalism and, and, and North Americanism. Desire for twelve million playoff games. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Um, my other issue is kind of sort of along the number of games is. I think 10 is a very screwed up number for a playoffs. I, I think it's absurd that 4 has to play 5, yet somehow finishing 3rd is some kind of reward of not having to play extra games. Either go 12, where the top 2 seeds actually mean something and get a week off, but not the top 3. It just seems very disjointed. Well, isn't that what's coming? Yeah, it's, that's what's coming. But what I'm saying is that 10 is, to me, a very awkward number. Either go 8 or go 12. Give it 5 years, it'll be 20. Oh, no, it'll be, it'll be 16 before you know it. Yeah. I think the main problem, really, for a two-leg final is TSN would have to find another curling briar to put on. There's well, always another curling briar. Yeah. 
They have five There's bloody channels. Five <laughs> channels. Why was curling on three of them? It was Re- the it's s- regional television. And it mark. wasn't even Other the same. Other regions need to watch their version of the curling. It's uh, very oh, important. It's, oh, it's Support legit. local briar. Mm-hmm. Analysis time. Obviously, the turning point of this match for LA was the introduction of the dynamic duo of XTFCers Dan Gargan and Alan Gordon. Mm-hmm. With a sparkling future ahead for this partnership, we uh, asked the panel to uh, give them a tag team wrestling name. Let's start with a guy rubbing his hands in fiery glue. Mark Hinkley. <laughs> At a total combined weight of 365 pounds, they are the former Toronto SC Tag Team Champions, the former San Jose Earthquake Tag Team Champions, and new World Tag Team Champions. They are Gargan and Gordon, the Substitutes! <laughs> <laughs> I love their leotards. Oh yeah, they match. And they've got face paint. One's on the left side, one's on the right side. They're like the shitty conquistadors. Oh, they're terrible. No, they're like shitty acts in Smash. Oh. Oh, oh my god. Yeah. It's, Cromulition. It's <laughs> Gargalition. <laughs> Uh, I'm just going to give them a, a very modern-day wrestling name, uh, Alan Gordon and Dan Gargan, because they seem to have given up on gimmicks in wrestling now. Mm. <laughs> so that's either new school or very old school. True. Like True. British wrestling. Yes. You went British wrestling, didn't you? <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, but oh, uh, their, their finishing move, oh. uh, which we'll call the, the G-spot, uh, well done. <laughs> I already like it. I don't care. It's a great way to finish. <laughs> they hit the J spot. One, two, three. With the opponent out of the ring, Gagan picks him up, runs up the steps, and hurls him over the top rope, where the waiting Gordon delivers an elbow right to the nose. One, two, three. Then Gordon jumps into the crowd to celebrate, while Gagan whips his top off and runs around the ring, waving it around his head. Good times all around. Adorable Adrian Can hates that. Yes. <laughs> Flashbacks. I went uh, a little back to their former manager, both football and possibly wrestling, while, uh, you know, brought on under TFC, the Precking Crew. The Precking Crew. Nice. Thought that you'd like that one, too. Yeah, it's very nice. Surly. Mm. Oh, I just thought of a better name, Killer G's. Oh, <laughs> jumping Dan Gargan and, uh, and uh, Alan A. Gordon, <laughs> Alan G. Grunzel. Yeah, he looks like Grunzel. 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 Sure, yeah. why not? Damn. I just call them the X-Red Menace. Nice communism. Yes, you know it. <laughs> Keeping it real. <laughs> You may not have heard this uh, about Sunday's match, and I hope you're sitting down, but uh, this was Landon Donovan's final match what? in Major League what? Soccer. Why what? were they not informed? I'm, I'm, why, why would they not let us know? Did they not talk about I'm it? I'm sorry to break this to you. He's a legend! I know. I wanted to say what has goodbye. happened to ethics and sports journalism? I don't know. Well, that's why that's everyone has question. us. Why that's you, why we're here. If, if he did, they played in Toronto, did we not thank him or something? Uh, you know, maybe he wanted to go Give him a quietly. Gift? 
Anywho. So wrong. What are your feelings towards his contribution to this league, you know, in general, and maybe out of ten, his place in the league's history? Kristen. I actually, I was, I had to, I thought it went back and forth on this one, because I wanted to say all sorts of, well, no, I never want to say nice things about Linton Donovan, but I wanted to try and be fair in terms of the fact that he's a talented player, and, you know, has played for a pretty good team, and had a lot of success, but I don't know that I look at him, maybe the last few years, as being sort of a, more of a face of the league, but, you know, he kept flitting off and doing other things, <laughs> Stay in your league if you're going to be the face of the league. This is just me nitpicking. Um, I think he's been um, one of the more recognizable names. Um, certainly, again, talented American player that stayed in the American League while showing he could play in other leagues. And, um, you know, to this day is kind of a fun polarizing character. So, why not? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, putting aside the uh, dumb supporter biased shit talk stuff... Um, he has, that's what we do best well, yes I know I know but uh, he has clearly been very good for the league I think you know, the fact that he has stayed over here has definitely helped MLS grow it's good for that you know you can take another way of looking at it is you know hmm, has he kind of taken a bit of a sort of coward's way out and not really tried himself at the higher level perhaps but um, you know for whatever reason he's done that he's, he's definitely been very influential uh, in MLS and uh, you know sort of one other thing it's like, yeah all right this like mental health issues or whatever you know good for you for retiring you know everyone can say but well you know you've been a professional footballer whatever you got to complain about oh it's such a hard life blah 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 but you know if this is something that is bothering you that you find to be uh, an ordeal then yeah you know you should retire and why not kind of shine a light on that sort of thing it's you know, there's some good things to him. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, it's easy and a bit fashionable in some circles to slag Donovan, but why, really? Because he's has a bit of a prickly personality, a bit of a prima donna. You know, well, there's all sorts of good reasons to do well, it. Well, yeah, yeah, but you know, if that's and that's why you hate him in a way that and his talent in the league, like it's mm-hmm. having a guy you love to hate is is an achievement in mm-hmm. a way. You know, and it, it's an achievement for the player because it means you've done. A lot for a long time to get noticed. It's not easy to be that guy, other than being a dirty player. There's kind of the two ways to go. You can be the dirty player, and that flames out pretty quick. You know, your Charlie Adams don't last very long. Coming to TFC soon. <laughs> but, Should but, I remind the three of you of your Colin Lovin last week? Come on. I know that was bullshit. I are you stuck by that? I can, know you too. Yeah, he, he can do a job though. Anyway, but Dave, at least we can still hate him. Yeah, but like. The, you know, the guy you love to hate is rare, so love that you got to love to hate him for 10 years. You know, I would have, uh, part of me would have liked to seen him stick with Everton for a while to see how he would have done yeah. over a longer period in England. He looked to uh, acclimatize himself quite well. He, could, he was doing a job. I don't know if that would have lasted. Um, but, you know, not going to knock him for wanting to play in MLS. You know, we knock guys for leaving yeah. really easily and for guys who come over here like certain locals who last, you know, a year and then want to F off back. So kudos to him for doing that. Out of 10, I give him an 8 out of 10 for his historical significance in the league. Kristen? Yeah, I'll give him an 8. That seems reasonable. I'd probably go as far as 9. Yeah, I was I was uh, flopping between 8 and 9. I'm going to say 9. I'll say 9 there. 
everything that he's done, including the erotic water fountain. Thank you, by the way. Mm-hmm. The fodder's been brilliant. Everything he's done in it while at MLS has been just about perfect. I mean, proving himself at Everton, where he was excellent, and then refusing a permanent move to come back is inadvertently a PR masterstroke. I don't want to. I don't need to play in England. I'm happy to play in the United States, and he's good. That's probably never going to happen again. Not the way the league's running. It'll take 50 years before a player is going to refuse to play in England because they're much happier in the United States. Mm. Um, Beasley or my Gonzalez, Graham Zusi. There's a few yeah, of them that are doing it. They're probably going to get paid a lot more here. You think too. they could play the top level of Premiership? Top level, probably not. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Championship notwithstanding. Sure. Uh, yeah, his ability to you know disappear in a match and then pop out of nowhere and score or be the catalyst of a goal, that's pretty much been the large part of his career. It, the only reason why I wouldn't give him a 10 is that he has a very punchable face. I mean, he looks like the asshole from high school who gets who still gets away with being an asshole for some reason, and I still want to punch his very punchable head in. So, 9 out of 10. He probably does drive a 911 Porsche career. I don't want to punch him in the face. He probably parks crooked with one wheel in the handicap spot. Dick. Even though it's right beside his marked spot at StubHub Center. It's like, you don't need the handicap spot, asshole. That's fact, by the way. Yeah. That goes down with the uh, mm-hmm. fetal position. Yeah. Brian Nelson fetal position. Until we until, hear until, it. Until, yeah. until you can disprove it. Deny Show it us you're not parked in that exactly. spot. Exactly. We dare you. Show us a photo of your car not in that spot every year for the last 10 years. Exactly. And we will believe it never happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's journalism. Yes. So his manager, Bruce Arena, will go down as one of MLS's all-time great managers, no doubt. He also famously resembles cartoon dog Droopy, who then is the cartoon embodiment of TFC's boss, Greg Vanny. I am going to go with uh, a character called Sterling Archer, uh, a cartoon called Archer. (laughs) You may or may not know it. I don't know. It's on TV. And yes, I had never heard of it before today. Someone pointed it out to me and it's like, oh, he totally looks like that guy. That's pretty good. Mm -hmm. That's pretty good. Um, uh, I went with Flint from G.I. Joe. Uh, I have graphical <laughs> representation to further... Very further. nice. I think oh, that's, that's yeah, pretty close. Okay. Yeah, yes, yeah. yes. It's nice. pretty close. Put him in a, uh, him in a uh, Banana Republic gingham shirt. Oh, and, I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm going to dig through the comics. I'm sure it's in there. Now we have to sign Destro. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, I went with Ace from G.I. Joe. A- two G.I. Oh, Joe's. Oh, oh yes. So, oh, shit, you got Look how Vanny-ass that is. And if, Greg Vanny is clearly an all-American hero. And if well, Greg Vanny yes. wears a, a flight suit, a sub-stratospheric flight right? suit, yeah. Come on. And I, he's the original fighter pilot from G.I. Joe. Excellent. Oh. And I went with Fred from Scooby-Doo. Well-dressed, speaks well, but you can't seem to figure out what his purpose is. <laughs> okay. The four. <laughs> well done. Very nice. And finally, on our, at our look at MLS Cup 2014, what was your favorite thing you saw during the whole MLS Cup? Kristen. Peter Griffin, Che Guevara, Tifo. Peter Griffin, Che Guevara, Tifo. It Yay, pretty much that was that was pre kickoff. <laughs> Things pretty much went downhill from there. Yep. It's also the best thing New England has done since. Yeah, that's the best thing New England has ever Tom done. Tom Brady. No. Tom Brady. Ew. I don't know. Well, he won stuff. Oh, Drew Bledsoe won stuff too. Stop talking pointy ball. Look, Why? there's Would nothing else in New England. Ow. Whoopie pies. Chowder. 
Jaws. Say it. Yeah, but I'd still rate Chowda over that Tifo. Chowda's delicious. John Ratzenberger. What's that? John Ratzenberger. John Ratzenberger. That's pretty good. Mm. I don't even know if he's from there, but he was no. in Empire Strikes Back. It's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite thing from the MLS Cup would be pickup goalie, pushover goalie. Oh, that's, that was good. That's, yeah. That's, goalie goes up, goalie goes down. Yeah. That was pretty good. Mm-hmm. I uh, went with uh, what was mentioned earlier, the complete Twitter meltdown surrounding the promotion relegation message being flown behind the airplane over StubHub. Won't someone think of the children? <laughs> yes. Um, I'm going to go, there's a couple of options for me, but I will uh, bypass Bruce Arena sucking on a bottle of champagne. Sipping on gin and juice. For uh, Alan Gordon joining in uh, Robbie Keane's celebration. It <laughs> 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 amused me a lot. It's just, uh, you know, the, the little cartwheel and forward roll. Mm. It, you know, imagine Alan Gordon doing that. It was everything you'd imagine. It was just as clumsy as you might think. Yeah. Fantastic. But fun. He is the awkward bassist in a glam rock band. Yes. <laughs> he doesn't quite know how to rock out, even mm. though he has the look. Yeah. Yeah. He's practiced all his life. Yeah. Can't mm. move his feet to save his shit. I would be sipping on gin and Bruce. Uh, but then who's, who's doing the sipping? Lightning Donovan, probably. Pretty rough. It's like, I have a horrible Rob- headache. Why would you put those images in my brain? Robbie Rogers was talking about uh, Bruce Arena being a bottom in the, uh, oh. the world of oh, that's sexuality, whatever. Landon would be versatile, so that, that would work. Great. <laughs> Glad Robbie Rogers is really using his coming yeah. out for good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Horrible. Oh, my God. Mental imagery. Well, well, Arena's a bottom? Apparently. Yeah. Really? That's uh, what Robbie's Would suggesting. you really want to look at those jowls? <laughs> Flapping away. <laughs> Because I'm the cash man I'll give you money for your gold Oh yeah Yes, I'm the cash man I'll give you money for your gold On Monday, MLS opened the briefest of transfer windows so clubs could maneuver their rosters before unprotecting and protecting guys for the expansion draft. Not so much a transfer window... More of a drive-through. Some teams were very busy. Others, like TFC, have a good core group, so why bother? Here's a quick look at the flurry of deals that went down before 1 p.m. on Monday. Colorado grabbed defender Michael Harrington, sending allocation money to Portland. Mm. Portland then turned around and grabbed defender Nat Borchers, sending mm. allocation to Real Salt Lake in one of the bigger moves of the day. New York City FC traded for defender Josh Williams, gave allocation yeah. money to Columbus. DC United acquired midfielder Andrew Driver and a 2016 fourth round super draft pick, which oh, is which round. is one of the one of the that's super. A, that's a glamour pick. Yes. Oh yeah, it's one of the superest yes. of all rounds. I didn't even know there was a fourth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it just sounds like something. It, it sounds like something a car dealer would throw in to make you think you're fancy. <laughs> in return, Houston got a goalkeeper Smokin' Joe Willis and defender Samuel Incoom. I'm sorry, what you talking about? Smokin' Joe Willis. Oh, I was going for the, yeah, ah, that was. Yeah, I was going for the other one. I went for it. Yeah, no, no, I the no, pugilist. The, bo- the boxing one was good too. Mm. Mm. Philadelphia made a big deal grabbing forward CJ Sapong. Sending their first, yeah. they're sending their highest first round super draft pick, 2015's draft uh, to Sporting Kansas City. Can Sporting Kansas City looking like they're uh, changing their face a little bit? 
Good. They mm-hmm. grab ugly face. Exactly. <laughs> I hate their face. Stupid face. They in turn grab midfielder Bernardo Anor and send allocation mm-hmm. to Columbus. Columbus obviously in the collecting allocation money this mm-hmm. uh, offseason. However, it was the new boys, Orlando City, who were the big movers and shakers on the day. First, they grabbed defender, midfielder, Amobi Akugo, who is not Moby. Apparently, he's not Amobi. He's Amobi Akugo. Oh. So, no techno. Or... Grabbing Amobi would have been better. <laughs> would have been. So, they sent allocation and a 2016 second-round pick uh, to Philly for him. Next, they grabbed Houston goalkeeper, Tally Hall. <laughs> sent allocation down and an international slot to Houston. Uh, and then made the biggest move of their day, grabbing history's second greatest monster, former TFC target, Aurelien Collin, from Sporting KC, mm-hmm. sending Ooh. allocation and mysterious futures to Ooh. the Midwest. Yes. Toronto FC, their alarm apparently went off at 8 p.m. instead of a.m., so oh, better luck next time. What yeah, yeah. Stupid, stupid time mm. change and then the flashing, or is that the VCR? Yeah. So, not too much can be said about the tiny transfer window, except for the reports that TFC was in so close for Borchers and Colin, but were outbid, or in the case of Borchers, not considered an ideal destination. Mm-hmm. Thoughts on TFC's lack of movement, or any of the deals that went down? Given the choice, I would be, I'm not surprised that players wouldn't want to come here. Well, according to Garth Lagerway... You don't tell him that where where to play or whatever. He what had he had three choices. Apparently, the bids were all similar. They accepted all three bid three bids, and TFC's was one of them. And due to his long service with the club, they gave Borchers the choice of which club he could go to, and he chose Portland because beards. because donuts beards, beards. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, the uh, the bidding one surprised me because I don't know I given how that this club overpays for a lot of its talent. Why not one more? Yeah. I guess the only... I mean, we don't know the ins and outs. We're of trying to stop doing that. Deals. Yeah, I mean, the, there's... fiscally irresponsible. Orlando would have... You know, they would be... It'd be in their better interest to be the high bidder in almost every one of these cases because they're basically getting guys for next to nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. So you may as well... I mean, there was a lot of talk out there that Colin wanted a near-DP deal. He has apparently re-signed with uh, Orlando, so... Mm-hmm. But... Details cannot be re- revealed because MLS. MLS. Yeah. Not until early until, next year. Yeah, until the union gets, you know. gets all of it. No, I mean, you know, you can't... I don't want to jump all over TFC because we don't know. The, and maybe the deals were not to their liking, you know. And mm-hmm. fair enough to not Borchers for wanting to go to Portland. I probably would too. It <laughs> seems kind of fun yes. for yeah. a footballer. Yeah. Um, Without knowing the exact details of yeah. what was needed to get certain players and that sort of thing... You know, it's difficult to really, really criticize, but you know, I think there would there were deals out there if yeah we wanted to, and surely we would want to. Yeah, like like CJ yeah. Sapong. Why couldn't we have made a deal similar to that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I just I it's hard to tell. It's it's way too early. Moves are obviously going to be made. Maybe TFC has to wait for the Defoe thing to be finals before they get all their numbers of what they can spend and where they want to spend it, etc. Or maybe they're really focused on the expansion draft <sighs> for some bizarre reason. Well, we'll talk about that in a bit, and if that's the case, then we'll boy. Yeah. But, you know, we just kind of... I have to hope that they're not using this good core group thing as some kind of flimsy laurel, you know, that, <laughs> you know, oh, well, we, we don't want to change the face of this team because we have this group, and, you you know, we've everyone's been banging on how they don't have consistency in roster, which is fair, but... 
sticking with a roster just so you can say we're consistent is not an answer either. But uh, like we said, without knowing the deals, it's it would be silly to shit on them for what they did or didn't do. Don't forget that like another window opens. So. Yeah, another window opens mm-hmm. after the draft. So yeah, and then, and then that's the one that lasts for a while. So and that's like, the one where it gets crazy. Yeah. Like a metaphor, like one window closes, another window opens. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. The MLS gods open. And- Yes. One that's, window. No, and that's then fine. I just want to make slam sure. Slam the other one on your fingers. Yes. Two re-entry drafts as well. It's wee. Mm. It's draftastic. Guys. Yes. Considering uh, MLS loves to name things in ridiculous forms, like Super Draft, which you know has not saved anyone from a burning building last time I checked. What would be a better name for the tiny transfer window? It's the tiny talent time transfer tiny window. Tiny talent. Hamilton's <laughs> gotta love that one. Oh hey, Bill Lawrence. <laughs> Bill Lawrence, of course. Where's the love? He's just going around with a microphone, just talking to people. Let's get back into the league. Yeah. So tell me what you like to do in school. <laughs> Did you want to play right back? Uh, I'm going with the the transfer glory hole. Very nice. <laughs> Bezpachenko stuffed his junk through there. Borchers said no. No, no. I'm going to go and uh, go and play with Portland's junk instead. Uh huh. There's three junks lined up. Yeah. He took the best looking one. Yeah. That's Glory Hole Rules. Yeah. Apparently. Isn't Glory Hole just a donut manufacturer? Sure. Yeah. Sure, yes, Mark. Yes. Yeah. yes. Yeah, well, that's right. Yeah. That's why he chose yeah, Portland. That's, that's, yeah. Don't, 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 yeah. Don't Google this to check it. No, All right. No. That's, I, I, guys, why would you lead me astray? Google images now. <laughs> yes. I, went, listen, I went with Uncle Don's quick grab. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah, it's, it's holiday-ish. Yeah. That uncle, the inappropriate mm-hmm. uncle. Mm-hmm. I, I, uh, I I went somewhere similar lines as 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 uh, Duncan here. I went with the Peep Show. Mm, nice. Yeah, yeah. A very short look. <laughs> we should have grabbed a Dutch player. Oh, <laughs> I'm sure he's coming. <laughs> That's what they say at the Peep Show, and then it closes. <laughs> oh. Apparently, I need I need I need another euro. Who's got another euro? <laughs> Hey everybody, it's Bitchy Blanks. Go, go, go. Bitchy Blank. Blankety Blank. Blankety Blank. Blankety Blank. Boom, boom. Welcome everybody. Two sexy, sexy bitchy blanks. Wow. Everybody's sexy. Everybody's sexy, sexy, fill in the blank internet game. You're excited. Feel these nipples. <laughs> Last week's bitchy blank was the new and improved concourse at BMO Field should be called the blank Loggerway. As in Garth Loggerway. Get it? Love it. You mean Grant. Uh, did I call him Garth again? He's Grace Garth. His name is Garth. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> I'll never. I, I, I hope we. No, it's Garth Larger Way. That's his porn name. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. He, I hope he doesn't sign here. I'll never get that. Of course, it's supposed to be the Larger Way. So. Mm-hmm. Hey, Gary! Hey. Gary! Over here! <laughs> Gary! Why is that prick never look over here? <laughs> Greg! Before we get to this week's winner, we'll go around the panel and see what you had. Mark? Um, I have the Porter Stout Loggerway. Are we getting Caleb Porter? Yes. 
Oh, no, just beer. Mm. Beer, beer, beer. We're never going to get that much variety, though. Oh, I know, right? Did, does Heineken make porters and stouts now? All Nay. Of a I don't even know if... They mm. make skunk. I don't even know if Heineken makes beer. <laughs> That's a good point. Kristen. The Insert Ontario Craft Brewer of the Week here, mm. Longer Way. Oh. Craft Brewer Heritage Nights. Mm. Duncan. I can all get behind that. Absolutely. The uh, special promotional ticket, All You Can Eat, Baff Lager Way. <laughs> yeah. Graphic. Yeah. And I went, because I love this show and I'm all about interpromotion, the Caldwell Arms Overpriced Lager Way. Ooh. That's, Very nice. That's actually really good. Concourse. <laughs> Very nice. Which takes us, of course, to this week's actual winner. And if I'm not mistaken, a first time winner. What? Craziness. Mug. M M U G. At Mug72. I bet that's when he was born. <laughs> okay. And his answer was now follow this. Spelled real sports logger way, but pronounced real sports logger way. Fantastic. <laughs> Hashtag layers. RSL. Yep. Well done, Mug. That's. I For that, it. you get our sexy, sexy head nods. With that, mug. With that, we move on to next week's bitchy blank. Can mug go back to back? I don't know. <laughs> on top of funds, TFC also received blank from Matthias Lava. <laughs> Again, on top of, now this is in quotation, funds, TFC also received blank for Matthias Lava. Send in your best bitchy blanks with the hashtag bitchy blanks to at vocal minority pod on Twitter, no A in the vocal, or to any of our Twitter accounts after we beg you for your submissions, likely a day before next show. Thank Please. you for playing, and play again. Call. <laughs> yeah. Never gonna give you up, never gonna let you down, never gonna run around and desert you, never gonna make you cry, never gonna say goodbye, never gonna tell a lie and hurt you. Soccer gradually makes its way towards its goal of 58 clubs and 8 divisions, with 40 making the playoffs, the current clubs have left some members of their rosters exposed to the greedy claws of New York City FC and Orlando City. They should cover themselves. Here now is the alarming selection made by TFC late Monday evening. They have protected Kyle Becker. Yeah. <laughs> Just, why? why? I don't really want to read the rest. Just no. let that sit on your palate, but I will anyway. Awful. Joe Bendick, Michael mm-hmm. Bradley, mm-hmm. Warren Craval, mm-hmm. Hotshot Jermaine Defoe, mm-hmm. Luke Moore, mm-hmm. Justin Mora, mm-hmm. Gilberto, mm-hmm. Jonathan Osorio, mm-hmm. Colleen Warner, mm-hmm. and Nick Hagland. Mm-hmm. That, of course, leaves unprotected the following. Mark Bloom? What? Stephen Caldwell? What? 
Dwayne D. Rosario, mm. some guy named B. Wright D.K., mm. Jackson, yeah. what? Jeremy Hall, yeah. the frightening phrase exposed Chris Kanaka, <laughs> Kanaka <Whoa>. exposed, <laughs> Dominica Duro, yeah. Bradley Orr, yeah. Andrew Wiedemann, yeah. a surprising Daniel Lovitz, <laughs> yeah. and Ryan Richter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so panel, my first question is, what the fuck? Like, Kyle Becker? Yeah, it, it's very odd. I mean, you know, surely the point of this game is to end up keeping as much of your squad as you can. So, you know, it's not necessarily pick your 11 best players, but mm-hmm. pick the 11 that are most likely to be picked. And really, Kyle Becker? Do, do we think anyone's going to want Kyle Becker with an international I, spot? I, I was reading I, things on, like, oh. online today saying, oh, there was sources have said that uh, New York City and uh, Orlando have both expressed interest. Kyle Becker would mm. be the person they look at. Yeah, no. Not a yeah. chance. Probably outside like, of Toronto, people really like Kyle Becker. Mm-hmm. It's because they don't watch him every game. Yes. Yeah, that, uh, that Kyle Becker. Um, is he available? Because we've got... Somebody, we need somebody to run our concession stands. And <laughs> we want to waste a spot on a guy who still hasn't figured out his position and he still makes poor decisions and, and, and. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's not so much about shitting on, on Cobb Becker. It's just, I have a really, like you said, hard time believing New York City or Orlando would have any interest in an international who has yet to prove himself. When they have all that money to burn, their international slots are going... To internationals. Exactly. Not... Punk Canadian kids. Yeah. Punk. Ooh. Oh yeah. Well, I hear the no, 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 when I hear the word punk, I instantly think Kyle Becker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Was it? Wasn't he Oakville? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's super punk. Right? Oh, yeah. 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 Yes. yeah. He's badass. He probably tears the tags <laughs> off of his mattress to prove the point. <laughs> Ultra. <laughs> uh, obviously, the Becker in the big out that most people noticed immediately was Mark Bloom. Yeah. So what do we think? He either asked to be set adrift to go home, closer to home to Orlando, or is there some kind of MLS funny business going on? Secret handshake deals? Handshakes between... Wouldn't... If he wants to go home, trade him for allocation. Mm. Yeah, and this... There's better ways to do it. If I'm New York, I'm going to pick Mark Bloom and force Orlando to trade for him. Oh, oh, like, respect to Mark Bloom and the job he did. Is he really going to be that hot uh, an item for Orlando? I mean, his low pay and his useful minutes. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, like he's he's a capable, capable right back at league minimum. Capable right back at league minimum. Alarming. Mm-hmm. Even, even he'll get sixty thousand and still be a steal. Sure. But who does TFC have? To... Oh, that's alarming. Who we have? No, no one. Yeah. Marky Delgado. Oh, oh, because yeah. he's ready for prime time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But hey, there. You, I mean, you're probably right. That's probably how they're looking at things. That's and we said that when Marky Delgado was was yeah. uh, selected. I mean, I don't think Mark Bloom is irreplaceable by any means. No, absolutely not. Why, why add one extra spot to be filled? Why not? You know, we talk about oh, great core. Where would he be a part of that core? And then we have to focus on the other stuff around him. Why now have one extra all, spot to be know, filled in the core? Yeah, and clearly, like it's you know center backs. I don't know. It's just mm. oh, we were all under the you know kind of agreement that Mark Bloom isn't necessarily going to be your starting right back on a, a real contending team. Right, but a great depth guy. Yeah, for a team Absolutely. who has no depth, 
the low pay, you know, the position he plays, and he's acquitted himself pretty well. He's not a superstar. He's, no. you know, he's just that guy you have around and perfect when and injuries, well injuries hit. And yeah, you know? is I mean, you have to believe. I mean, if, if there's not something else going on, then, you know, just head explosion. Why? 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 That's why. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. him over, or sorry, like uh, Cravel over him. Uh, Warner over uh, Bloom? Like really? Uh, actually, that's that's a, that's my mm-hmm. takeaway from it. It's mm-hmm. what? Okay. It's who got protected over him? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Over I mean, Mark I'm, Bloom? Like, I'm better with Cravel than Warner. I mean, Warner similar to Bloom only has one good position. Cravel can cover a few positions. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he's full. In a salary cap world. But do we have to keep only multi-tool guys? Can't we keep guys who have, like, one job? <laughs> one Is that tool? wrong? Yeah, that's... A, yeah. How about, how about a guy with one good tool instead yeah. of three mediocre tools? But we're not blessed with those, despite our good core group. Uh, Daniel Lovitz, interesting to me. That Yeah, that was a big shock to me. Especially... I, I, I'm, I was a fan of his for... Mm. Although I can't, see to- I can't see him going. No, eh. but someone kid, might. Kid on an upside. Well, you know, didn't exactly have a terrible rookie season. Uh, don't forget, if terrible. if someone takes Bloom, then TFC can then protect someone. protect someone else. Yeah, but who do you pull back? Like maybe him. I don't know, Jackson. Yeah, I can see Jackson before Oduro. Yeah. yeah, I think Oduro's a bit too expensive. Maybe Jackson, mm. I could totally see. Uh, him he is useful. A useful part of yeah. our expansion team. Yeah, maybe that's the two that are going to go. And thank you very much. Have a good day. So on last week's show, the panel channeled its inner Bezbachenko, and uh, we picked Bendik, Morrow, Caldwell, Hagland, Bloom, Bradley, Osorio, Jackson, Lovitz, Defoe, and Gilberto. So we were off by three at least, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Jackson, Caldwell, Warren Lovitz. C. Yeah. Yeah, we... Uh, ours was better. We did not do well. I do think ours is better. I do. Yes. I think ours is clearly better. Clearly. Mm. Although we don't have the access to backroom deals, this is true. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, we we, we talked about selection guesses. Who's gonna go? I know it's, it's a little hard to predict, but I think I think Bloom goes. It looks yeah, he's that the way. Juic- he's the juiciest bit of bait on that list, really. Um, I can I can see Oduro being selected though. Actually, Oduro, really? I, mm, I'd depends. be shocked. It's plausible. He's yeah, a, I mean, he, he'll he'll make an impact if you if sure. you for, for two months. Yeah, yeah, he's mm-hmm. great for two months. And if you can if you can talk him down off his pay rate, that's the thing. He's, know, he's a one trick pony on on a, a good chunk of change. I can't see either team, and neither team's going to want to get hamstrung with a a guy like that. I'd be surprised. I'd say Jackson is definitely more attractive than he is. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, that, that one that one concerns me more as well. So yeah, go Bloom, Jackson, Lovitz, Ojiro, Caldwell, then the others. If Orlando doesn't get uh, who Orlando Bloom, yeah, if, or, yeah. if, or, yes. if Orlando Bloom doesn't happen, then uh, hey, a little caca protection with Jackson. <laughs> yes. everyone needs caca protection. True. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we. Uh, Touched on this a little bit earlier with the uh, the mini window, but uh, again, considering the college draft is given the exciting name Super Draft, isn't it time MLS rebranded the exciting expansion draft with a better, more marketable name as well? I came up with like five or six, so we're here all night. Go for it, champ! All right, I've got <laughs> the reconstitution draft, mm. the panhandling draft, mm. the you're... resuscitation draft. The Prospector Draft. The Recyclables Draft. And my personal favorite, 
the NASL expansion player pool draft. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. Then with the uh, the super size draft. Mm. So take a little bit of this, bit of this, bit of this, bit of this, and eventually you'll be fat just like a regular American. Nice. <laughs> Can we supersize your club? Uh-huh. Gentlemen, scrape your barrels. <laughs> 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 Which has nothing to do with supersize. No, but it's nice car. That's very good. That's very MLS. And I wanted to expand on my Uncle Don's theme by... Uh, Going with Uncle Don's secret expanding fun time. <laughs> oh, Uncle Don. <laughs> I'm not sitting on his lap. No, it's really our sure. little secret. This news was buried among the heavy flow of MLS Cup transfer window and expansion drafts. A coy little press release announcing that the Matthias Lava transaction with Vancouver has now been completed. With TFC receiving, wait for it. <gasps> Funds Ooh. in return. That's with a D, not fun. <laughs> funds. Because we could. Wait a minute. It's funds. Is he playing midfield? We can use a midfield. It's it's not. It's Center not back? Rolando funds. Oh. <laughs> or funzy dotso. <laughs> but I mean, I know Bezbachenko told us this was like a huge. Oh, thing. yeah, like oh, they were going to have to jump so. hurdles. I, I, I think they had to get one of those Russian cargo planes to ship the funds in from Vancouver. That's how much how many funds it, are coming. It, are they going to parachute it over? Hilarious the burlap sacks with dollar signs on them. <laughs> Uh, yes. I, uh, Courtesy mm. Charles would love this. Courtesy Charles is all over this. Oh, oh. Mm. Mm. So, for everyone. No. <laughs> does anyone here have a reaction other than an audible sigh? No, this is everything that I yeah. expected it would be. Exactly. Not even let down because be... it's it's MLS, but it's TFC yeah. and it's Bez, mm-hmm. and it was obviously such a it was obviously such a pile of crap when it happened. Yeah. Like bullshit. Don't try and sell us this nonsense. We're not stupid. And thank you for rewarding us. No, it was TFC once again thinking there was something better out there and getting rid of what they already had. Mm. And, ooh, that one's shinier than this one. Exactly. Raven mentality. Mm. No, I mean, the bald head, it is shiny. <laughs> Fair oh, point. Once again, Duncan Fletcher. Hashtag mm. analysis. <laughs> yes. I'd have been way more surprised, though, if if they actually got somebody. Uh, why they felt the need to even say, well, we got it, we've got them. Like, no, just shut the hell up. Do your deals in, in silence because this club's got foot in mouth disease and they always like to stick their size whatevers. Yeah. And it's just like another one to the pile. I mean, it's at the point where you just go. And, and that's so why TFC. we just sigh and laugh at it because mm-hmm. it's, like you say, another one on the giant pile. And but again, it was because when it all happened, they had to make this huge deal that he's coming back. Don't worry. There's no way Vancouver can afford what we want. Mm-hmm. I, I would just rather them shut the hell up. Here's one thing that if they want to change the culture of TSC, shooting your mouth off too early and the whole blowing smoke. Mm. Just cut that shit. Unless it's a done deal. Shut the hell up. Please. We've been sold this. As somebody who foolishly renewed their season's tickets like everyone else at this table. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you can just drop it. Shut the hell up. Just get on with it. Put a team mm-hmm. out. Don't promise me shit. Just put a team out. But they're so incapable. I know. And that's part of the 
it's not even charm now. Mm. It'll, it'll become charm in about three or four years when they're just, the, oh, shucks, but they're trying and failing. And to end this, one last audible sigh for the Matthias Lava deal. Lava. Mr. Laberman. Before we leave you today, it's that time of the week where we open up the vocal minority mailbag and answer the most pressing questions in all of football punditry in Ask VMP. We ask for your questions, and here are some of this week's finest. Some lady named Redwine Roz at Redwine Roz on Twitter asks, Where is the VMP stalker hiding? Hey, <laughs> I didn't know we had one. Um. But my guess was probably in Duncan's bedroom. Mm. Likely on Twitter. Ah. <laughs> Creepy Duncan, how do we feel about this? I don't know. I mean, th- this is kind of like in, in the horror movie when you hear, the call came from inside the house. Okay, I hate the that came from inside <laughs> the bedroom. Single white Yorkshireman. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know the answer, but I'm scared. <laughs> That's just, that's telling. That's mm. telling. Mm. Well, my first instinct when scarily was to look at the closet in the mm. room. Yeah. Like, it's a really big closet, believe it or not. It's going to so, be a pretty shitty just... stalker. Well, they're supposed to be stalking, not just like watching from inside a closet. Like, that's <laughs> right now, though. We don't know where the stalker is. They're supposed to be following us around. I'd like the idea of the stalker being so shitty at stalking that they hide behind the door, and every once in a while you hear, Hello? Did you see me? Did you see me? Hello? Could you get a different scarf, please? I don't like this one anymore. Can you you move that bag just a little? I'm having trouble watching you sleep. Thanks. Stalk us at Vocal Minority Pod. No A in the vocal. (laughs) The next question, ironically, is... From Susan Markannon, apparently, at SusanJM on Twitter, who asks, again, this is turning into a theme, why hasn't Roz ever won on Bitchy Blanks? Politics. <laughs> yeah. So who's Roz? I don't know. I don't know who this person is. Like, why, why this, our our cast up? is too long. What is look, happening? Look, There's if, only room for James. If recent history has proven anything, we are representative of Runners Up. Our podcast Finished second best. Mm. If this Roz person, you can't see the finger close, but they're there. They're huge. Mm. If this Roz person is truly like one of us, she'll never win. Mm. She will finish second. Second every, every week. Single time. She should just be happy that she gets to play at all. Eternal Silver. She's, she's the New England Revolution. She's our New England ranks. Revolution. Oh, I'm sorry yes. for you. <laughs> Next question comes from Dwayne Rollins at 24th Minute on the Twitter. He asks us to name our best memories of the Mista era at TFC. Uh, best best memories? Um, let's see. When they announced that we signed this guy. La Exciting! Liga, La, La Liga pedigree. Why not? Mm-hmm. Huh? Um, when we quickly found out he was a fraud. Mm. We wanted to have him dead, burned with fire. Not exciting. And then when he left. Mm. Exciting! Mm. Exciting! These, that's that's my takeaway of Mista. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mine were just uh, him getting in the cab to the airport, <laughs> him going through customs at the airport, him getting on the plane and flying away and never coming back. Did you follow him? Shh. Wanted to make sure they left. 
Mine was yelling random Sean Penn movie quotes in the hopes that they would catch on in the stands. I know, right? Uh He totally looked like Sean Penn. Crappy Sean Penn. And then my second was checking and rechecking his Wikipedia page to make sure he was a real thing. Yeah, that's a good point. Surely this guy isn't a footballer. Surely he didn't play in Spain. Oh, no, this is... But it kept telling me he did. That's a beautiful scam. The the, the best moment, it's, it's one that sadly wasn't really seen by the, the general public really but it was the moment when Mr. got to tell Duende Rosario just how much money he was earning <laughs> <laughs> wow a great moment in TFC nothing history came, nothing came from that no no, oh. no but I hear somebody got a really good massage no mm-hmm. really yeah, Latvian? Latvian massage. Oh, a good Baltic good massage. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah just they're, they're deep tissue. Deep t- loving. I yeah. feel relaxed mm. just thinking about it. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And finally, one for the holiday season. Randy Noreen, at Randy underscore Noreen, asks us for our recommendations for holiday chocolates. Oh. Now, this isn't... There's, there's no real punchline to this, but um, a great place to get chocolate. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> would be at uh, if if you happen to go to Oakville Place. There's a little chocolate stand uh, by Purdy's. Now, yeah, there are Purdy's in a bunch of locations in and around Greater Toronto area, but the Oakville one has got outstanding service. I hear the secret ingredient that the Oakville one is love. It is. She's she's adorable. It's my wife, but um, <laughs> if if you the, the manager there is outstanding. She's hardworking. Looks great in a skirt, but don't check her out. I swear, I'll find you. Yeah, Purdy's Chocolates, Oakville Place. Okay. I don't think they have a tagline, so I'm going to make one up. Bet you can't have just one. Okay, <laughs> I stole that. <laughs> there may be a conflict of interest here. I, I think, don't... I, look, yeah. look. It's all getting taken out of editing. I think we need to investigate <laughs> yes. uh, this. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I thought it was going to have something to do with Kyle Becker. <laughs> if you want to work for her. I know a place in Oakville. <laughs> <laughs> the Carrie's Kyle Beckers, yeah. Chocolate Kyle Beckers? Mmm, mediocre. Wait, Anybody wait. with a other... I had Black Magic. Black Just Magic. Classic. That's... A classic. <laughs> Racist. That... Shut up. No, that it's... Is... No, <laughs> not... It's the holiday chocolate of my youth. Not unless warlocks are listening. <laughs> exactly. You be quiet. That's, 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 that's racist magic. to warlocks. Some of them don't perform Black Magic. <laughs> Just uh, magic to them. They're a minority. <laughs> that's my pick. For me, you know, I think it's got to be British. Mm. I mean, whatever it is, I mean, it absolutely has to be British. Are we starting the Roundtree debate again? <laughs> I was expecting it. Uh, I don't think so, but, uh, I mean, go to you know any Ow. of those stores that sells like candy or like sell British stuff, and you'll see this sort of thing in there. Ideally, you get a, a box of Quality Street. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yay, Quality Street! Uh, that, that's that's the good. Don't stuff. lose the map because then you're in for a treat. Yeah, that's yes. rough. And I'm capping off my theme tonight with. Uncle Don's white chocolate balls. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Delicious. <laughs> yes. Sticking with uh, British chocolate, you can't go wrong with a Yorkie. It's not Solid for girls. Chocolate. That's true. It's not for girls. Don't feed the birds. Nope. No. Don't feed the birds. <laughs> That's a nice, <laughs> chunky, chunky piece of chocolate. I was, I was secretly hoping your segue was speaking of balls, but you went for the <laughs> chocolate thing. So. Mm-hmm. Did you want to do chef? Or? No, I just wanted to see him... Thought he was going to drop in a, cur- a curly whirly? Yeah, yeah. I, I just wanted to see where the ball thing was oh, going to okay. go. Yeah. Mm. I prefer buttons to balls. Mm. I prefer sort of chocolate buttons mm-hmm. were always yeah. a favorite. Back Galaxy back. Minstrels. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, no. I'm a Revels guy. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 
Kristen, it's what a, are they saying? It's a variety of flavors. <laughs> it's like when you guys talk about South Park. I don't. <laughs> Anywho, as always, we want your questions. Don't wait for next week. Start sending them now to any of our Twitter accounts. And, of course, the at Vocal Minority Pod Twitter account. No A in the vocal. Always with the hashtag AskVMP. Like an MLS season, all good things must come to an end. Like a TFC season, we are ending abruptly. (laughs) It's a goodbye then from the panel. Follow her at KZ Knowles on Twitter, Kristen Knowles. Goodbye. At Ignertalk on Twitter, he is always Mark Hinckley. Still am, too. At Duncan D. Fletcher on Twitter, he remains Duncan Fletcher. Hello. And from me, at the Yorkies1812, new name pending. I'm still not that Tony Walsh. (laughs) Stay tuned this Friday for a very special mini episode of VMP, which will be hashtagged VMP Major Announcement. Okay, seriously, we talked about this last week. What the is it? Stay tuned next week. No, just tell me. You have to wait till Friday. Then I run the website. You'll you'll find out. It'll be a surprise. It'll be in your inbox. But it's my web. Come on. You'll find out then. Just tell me. Then, join us again in one week's time for the final live episode of Vocal Minority Podcast in 2014. Until then, re-entry draft-tastic. Get used to it, Toronto. Okay, are we getting are we getting covered plane? No. Um, offices. I, like, I know we're getting, uh, like, expanded offices, but we're getting uh, new offices. Because that toilet is disgusting. <clears throat> the, the Vancouver podcast is sending the three of us funds for you. Funds. You're, you're going to Vancouver. Sorry, Chief. For goodness! You guys, I'm out! <laughs> <laughs> I like rain anyway. <laughs> That's convenient. I like rain. Well done, Prince. Yes. <laughs> you guys anywhere. There's all this white hawk shit everywhere. <laughs> That's it's not shit. <laughs> it's lucky. People were angry on Twitter. Mm. Yeah. This is not the place. <laughs> the it's the place. Exactly every, the place. If you every soccer game is the place. Like that is, yeah. Do you know where it's not the I place? I was actually, kudos. At a funeral. Me. You know where it's not the place? The deli. I'm actually always bringing up promotion on relegation at funerals. I, I got thrown out, so I, yeah. that's how I, I knew that firsthand. Yeah. Mm. I, if, yeah. If the person led a good life, I say, you're headed to the premiership. Yeah. If they were evil, down to League Two you go. Blue Square. <laughs> Blue, Blue Square. It's Skrill now, which sounds even more evil. Oh. Skrill. The seven layers of Skrill. 
See, when you say Skrill, I think Skrillex. And so do I, I know. Layers. In, when you go to Skrill, all you hear is Skrillex. Oh my god. <laughs> For eternity. <laughs> you might think going to the Northern Premier League Division 1 North is a good thing. Sounds, it sounds mm-hmm. a lot nicer. It sounds like you're going up. It yeah. sounds really nice. It's, it's up. Like, yes. And it's, it's north, which is up. But it's down. Yes. Even further. Yes. 